Hey folks, we are here, New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities, Dylan Tanaka, Mila Zrailov, our, uh, our esteemed co-host David Sobel, the genius as we call him, is, uh, is scaling a mountain down in Peru, so he, I don't think he's going to call in. Life. He does have the life. He Iceland makes... a month ago, Peru today. I think next week he's going to be out of town on a, on a business trip, so we'll hold the fort down, right? Yeah, I think so. But you know, I, I think... That... We should go with them to one of these trips and just broadcast live from Peru. I, I agree. Mean, that would be cool, Machu Picchu. We can bring the whole crew. Yeah. Well, we'll call in. We'll let them stay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of crazy. The The leaves are changing, falls upon us. I mean, summer went by like, bam. Yeah. I'll tell you, last week I was absent. Uh, mm-hmm. We were at our President's Club uh, trip up north. In yeah, Northern very Michigan. cool. Oh, my God. And, and the leaves were just starting to change. Yeah. And, you know. Did a little tour of the peninsula there, the water. I just it makes you really appreciate Michigan. Sure. So speaking of um, Presidents Club and uh, Lake Michigan Credit Union, I guess what uh, what exciting is going on at at, uh, at your spot right now? You know something. A couple of days ago, MISHTA, the Michigan State Housing Development Authority, just rolled out a new program. So it's uh, the Step Forward MISHTA program, mm-hmm. and. Typically, the MISHTA program only has a $7,500 down payment assistance program right. for first-time buyers. Now they have a $15,000 down payment wow. assistance program. That's pretty sweet. It's designated for specific targeted areas, but, man, Southfield qualifies, Pontiac qualifies. So um, suburbs other... work, it doesn't have to be. It's not like a, a rural loan where you've got to be out in Richmond no. or Romeo yeah. or you know and Howell or something crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, ideally, you only have to put 1% down out of pocket. So you can buy a house up to two hundred twenty-four thousand dollars in these areas with just one month with one percent down, and um, you know Mishda will subsidize the fifteen thousand dollars. So does it is it is it an FHA loan? Because I, I think two twenty-four or whatever isn't that the the no, cap for Mish, for FHA no, also. FHA or? is closer to two eighty for the single oh, family wow, cap. Oh yeah, okay, it's way up. But this is uh, Mishda is a bond program, and they've figured out. You know that based on their cal- based on their calculations, that's what the maximum loan amounts under this program. But that could be used in conjunction with the Mishta down payment assistance FHA or conventional product. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. So Emil, take us through like a, a two hundred thousand dollar purchase. Um, if every if they qualified for everything, what are they looking at to walk in the door? So one percent down. I mean, wow. two, $2,000. Prepaid prepaid taxes and all that stuff, though, still, or can that be so covered? That, here's the beautiful thing about this down payment assistance program, right? So that down payment assistance program can be used to meet the minimum 3% down payment requirement. Okay. And then the rest of the proceeds can be used towards closing costs, prepaids. You know, there's just that 1% statutory investment required by sure. the occupant. You know, and That it actually be, goes on the principal. And that can be a gift from a relative. You know, so so they can get in at zero down they, if they qualify. If they qualify, yeah. So everything has to line up perfectly. Yep. So the you know the Mishta FHA guidelines are a little bit more lax than the conventional guidelines. Um, they they you know they mirror pretty much the FHA and conventional guidelines. They're just they have certain uh, debt ratio limits that can't be exceeded. Sure. They're a little bit more conservative on it, but it's a program that's designed to make 
people, homeowners in right. the areas that the government feels that are underserved markets. Well, you know, the thing is, I mean, we talk about this all the time. So when, when a house sells, there's 30 different people who get paid. You've got the, the mortgage, you know, the mortgage company or the bank. You've got a couple different real estate investors. You've got a title company. You've got Art Van. You've got Best Buy. You know, they've got to go out and buy all this stuff. They've got to go and buy groceries. So it, housing is what is what makes this country run. We all know that. Oh, absolutely. So when, when they stimulate that, that's really awesome. And I think um, what a lot of people, you know, I've had different listeners um, mail in or email in and send messages. A lot of folks don't really know what all the costs are involved. And as you know, I'm more on the investment side. So I need to know my costs, um, transaction costs. So when I speak to a seller, I know exactly what they're going to walk away with. But a lot of folks... Um, they don't understand that there are prepaids in the state of Michigan, so we have to yeah. prepay our property taxes a year forward, and you've got to prepay your hazard insurance a year forward, typically with uh, with certain lenders anyways. Yep. So the way it works is, you know, and you're right, with a seller, you have a sales price and you have your fixed costs, mm-hmm. and so it's really easy to net the seller's uh, bottom Number, line. Number, right. Out. Yep. For the buyer. That's why I'm in that business, because it's easy for me. <laughs> so on the buyer, you know, it works very similar. However, you know, we have what the projected taxes are. We have what the estimated insurance is mm-hmm. at the time of application. And as the process, throughout the mortgage process, so that's what really takes the time is the validation of those details. Sure. So when we when we pre-approve somebody, we say, okay, hey, the property taxes on this property are this much. That means it's going to be... This month, you know, divide that by twelve. That's what your monthly figure is going to be. Right. Um, same thing with the insurance premiums and the way we calculate escrow accounts is so in south, you know, in southeast Michigan where we live and operate, um, for the majority of our transactions, property taxes are paid in advance. So right when a home buyer buys a home and the seller has already paid their summer taxes. The home buyer has to reimburse the seller for their unused portion, right? Gotcha. So if they've paid the next twelve months in advance, but they're not going to be there to, you know, use the services of the municipality and all the things that property taxes pay, you're, the buyer is reimbursing the seller for those. And likewise for the future taxes, which we, you know, hold in an escrow account, those are calculated because if you're closing in January. And the next, you know, the next summer tax bill is due in July. You're not going to have a full 12 months. Right, you might only have to six. Collect. You only have six months before the taxes are due. So what we have to do is we have to pre-fund that escrow account with enough money to make sure that we will have enough after you make your six payments that we will have enough money in there to pay any bills that come due. Sure. And likewise for the insurance, you know, we'll buffer it with two months in the escrow account. But every month you're going to pay one twelfth. And then on the anniversary of your insurance policy, again, we're going to pay that out of the escrow account. Right. So all of those numbers come into calculation, and these down payment funds can be used to cover wow. all of them. Yeah, that's huge. And because... especially with a $15,000 down payment, because $7,500 doesn't go too yeah. long of a way when you're— Maybe $150,000 house. Exactly. Maybe 175, right? but not two and a quarter. Not yeah. No way, probably. So this is this is a huge step, and I mean they call it step forward, Michigan, for a reason. So you know it's a huge advancement, and also on the regular Mishda loan, buyers cannot have more than seventy five hundred dollars in assets, hmm. not non retirement. I should clarify. Huh, okay. So if you've got thirty thousand dollars, liquid assets, right? If you've got thirty thousand dollars in the bank, 
you know, you don't qualify for right. this program. Right, so, because it's set up for people, again, like, like we call income. the other one the step forward. So it's the same principle. It's giving yes. them that extra little nudge yep. that helps are, them. There are income limitations to this program, too, but they're pretty. I mean, I think for a single family, I think the income limit was seventy, somewhere in the $70,000 okay. range for a single individual. Single, sure. And up to, you know, one to two people and then three plus has different guidelines. But we'll be happy to share those details on our Facebook sure. page. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, what is your Facebook page? Um, actually, I'm going to post it on our Real Estate Realities uh, Facebook page. And uh, But I'm uh, mine is facebook.com forward slash my loan officer. And, Perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll share that on there as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good stuff. Um, you know, uh, back during the foreclosure days, everything got tightened up, and it was so hard for first-time home buyers to buy. And all these kids back then, they all had to move back in with their parents, or they could never leave because it was so hard. But... Now with, with programs like this, so the, do they set a time limit? I don't I don't think you said that. Do they set a time limit or an amount when they're going to so stop this? These funds actually are leftover funds from the National Mortgage Settlement. Okay. If you recall, uh, a few years after the foreclosure crisis, a lot of banks had to pay into a fund, mm-hmm. like so hardest hit fund, or that's very, a little different. Yeah, same. No. Okay. Yep. Yeah, same. Same. Same group, funds. Same okay. group of funds. Um, so these funds are left over, and now the states have been empowered to do something creative with it and promote home ownership. So there's certain areas that, you know, Livingston County has some great, like Howell's one of those mm-hmm. areas. Um, you know, I was just speaking to an agent on the way here in Genesee, and there's some great areas in Genesee, sure. primarily Flint. Some little spots popping yeah. up. Yeah. And, you know, just really... In, it really should help. It should really help fill some of those gaps in home ownership. Maybe they should put some of that money towards the roads. <laughs> Can't. Come on, that's uh, you know, we'll, we have to leave that to the politicians. To right, right, yeah, that's that's a great thing, the politicians. But you know, that's that's what it, it's exciting for me to be on the show with you and and David also because most, um, you know, I just call you a mortgage guy. You're way more than that. But if I sit with a mortgage guy and talk about the hardest hit fund. They think I'm talking about a rap song or something because they don't they don't understand this stuff. You've been in this like your whole adult life. So you know. So the unique part about these Mishta, you know, these government subsidized programs is you have to be a direct lender to offer them. Gotcha. So you know, my brokers my aren't, aren't going to be able to yeah, do that. So, okay. You know, and listen, there's huge benefits to working with brokers oh, sure. as well. And you know, you and I both have a lot of friends, some mutual friends that are uh, mortgage brokers. But you know, for these types of programs, the direct lenders because the amount of profitability on these loans is compressed to be able to offer them. You know, you're not sure. doing these to make the big bucks. You're doing these to promote home ownership. Yeah, stimulate They're business. subsidized right. programs. So, um, and you have to be a direct lender right. on some of these programs. So, we luckily, we are at Lake Michigan Credit Union. And yeah, actually, that's a, that's one of my colleagues, difference. Matt Adler, he's in the top three Michigan lenders uh, statewide. I tell you this. I hear his name all the time. I hang out, you know, I hang out with investors most of the time. So, I go to all these different meetings. I run one. And from stage, this guy, uh, last month at one, he's like, you got to call this guy Matt Adler. He's the only one who can get it done because uh, this guy's doing new construction, but pop-ups, you know, Royal yep. Oak, Birmingham, funky yeah, stuff. So when I, um, when, when I have a buyer come to me and they want to get a, uh, a bank loan on a new construction house in Royal Oak, and the lot is worth more than when it had a house on it, the average bank can, I mean, in California, yeah. forget about it. They're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's impossible. Detroit is Detroit's no good. It's like... First of all, they have no clue what's going on here in Metro Detroit. I mean, we're blessed by what's been happening the last five to ten years. 
you know, since yeah. the foreclosure bounce, I call it after the boom. And um, you have to you have to deal. I think you have to deal with a local bank who understands, or a local lender who understands what's happening. You know, in neighborhood to neighborhood, even in in Birmingham and Royal Oak, there's different neighborhoods. So yeah, you've got these. You know, I don't want to call them micro bubbles, mm-hmm. but you are. You've got yeah. You know, when when the rest of the market was softening, there's still certain areas that are more desirable to more. You know, Birmingham, Royal Oak. You've got. A They're going to come of, back quicker and not get hit so hard. Yeah. So you know, you've got a lot of affluent people that they don't care if the house appraises. Right. That's the house they want. They'll put as much money down as they yeah. have to, to make or, it. Or happen. they weren't going to leave anyways, so they just weathered the storm because the storm didn't exist. Right. Because they exactly. didn't have to move. It's not a loss until you sell. Right. Until you, you realize know, it. Until you realize it. So, you know, some of these areas um, look more stable than others. But mm-hmm. Royal Oak's been a hotbed forever because, you know, if you've ever met anybody from Royal Oak, they die hard Royal Oak. Oh, right? yeah. And then... Guys who go to high school there that I know, they're like, I was in Royal Oak before it was Royal Oak. When, <laughs> right. When it was Mohawks and skateboarders, and now it's like Birmingham Junior. You right. know, now and, it's big money. And now, you know, you've got... You know, the hospital there, so yeah. all the young physicians, you know, it just, sure. it's always a turnover of, you know, it's a, the turnover there is mainly, um, you know, the young business. Young to young. Yeah, it's kinda. young to young, yeah. a lot of it, and the people that or are, Or empty know, nesters. And empty nesters that have Younger been there empty for, nesters, you know, yeah. if you if you lived in Royal Oak for the last 30 years, you're not going to move out of there. You've no. got all your shops there. I mean, oh, everything, right. so much stuff within walking distance and that type of community. Yeah, you can be in the city. You can take Woodward down at the right time. You can be in Detroit in 10 minutes. Yeah, you know? but if you, if you roll through Royal Oak, I mean, every, you know, I'd say four out of five houses that are going up new construction are probably financed by us. Oh yeah. yeah, yep, for Builders sure. Especially if product, especially if they're financed, it was tough to get. You know, We've I started got a, building in thir- twelve or thirteen in Royal Oak. There's you're not going to get bank financing. Yeah. So we had an interesting statistic. Matt and I were actually up at our president's club. Uh, the, the top sixteen lenders out of one hundred and eighteen. Um, I know you guys did up there with study, right? Yeah, we did. We did. We actually did. We had some really good. We you were up there for two days. Right. You know, got to see a little. Little sightseeing, Hang out a little, little bit. winery yeah, that's touring. Cool. But, that's very cool. Um, no, but we shared some really good data. And uh, this is data from our team. And Lake Michigan Credit Union is the number one construction lender in the state. And how <laughs> that's about just crazy. our market share is over 20%. And the next three competitors combined aren't hitting 20 Aren't hitting 20% market share. So that just shows, you know, how how dedicated we are yeah, to that sector. I think progressive thinking, too, because Lake Michigan, came, for me, I mean, I'm in that business. It, they came out of nowhere, yeah. you know? I mean, just just to me. And then after talking with you and Adler and some of these other guys, it's like, okay, so you guys didn't come out of nowhere. There's been, you know, you guys have been buying up a lot of smaller credit unions, and, and this is very strategic. This was, yeah. We, I mean, I guess historically, you guys, they we knew started it was out happen. in 1933 as Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids Teachers right. Credit Union. But then, like, you know, through, through the... Um, acquisition of smaller hospital credit unions sure. and such, you know, the name was more fitting as Lake Michigan. Oh, so. yeah, I mean, I, I think you guys are strategic. You know, there's not a lot of other uh, lenders out there who can do what you do. And um, like I said, when I hear somebody's name all the time, I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this Adler guy? You, you know? know, we have great leadership, um, you know, and our pricing, that's one of the things that we've been able to do is keep our pricing stable, you know, with all these events going on in the market, um, you know, tariffs, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen pricing, I've seen oh, rates all over the board. Right. And while rates have steadily increased over the last six months. Which they have to. We're still below the market. I That's mean, good. It, you know, we, we're a member. We're it's a, a long-term member. play. It's a long-term for play. For a credit we're, union. We're member-focused and, you know, 
there's a reason why I've been around since 1933. Yeah, from from day one, I've been investing since 03. Um, nationwide, not just here in Michigan. All of my friends have told me, or, or mentors, if you want to call them that, if you're gonna get um, if you're gonna get a uh, a relationship going with a bank, you can try with the big boys, especially before the foreclosure days. We'd get signature loans for 7,500 grand just sitting there at a computer. Yep. Things are different now, but when you get connected to a credit union who is, like you said, community based. You can establish relationships there where I can sit down and and if you have enough assets or the or the right uh, quote unquote deal to look at, things might be able to get done that can't get done at other places. Correct. Yeah, I mean we just you know we have so we do the Fannie and Freddie mm-hmm. and FHA and all these different programs. <laughs> Thanks, Keith Stonehouse. Uh, all right, for commenting on my lack of hair today. Oh man, yes. this was a. Yeah, little been coming. little shout out to Keith Stonehouse, Michigan Real Estate Masterminds, and um, Vice President of Franklin Title Company. He was a guest on the show and a huge promoter, and we appreciate everything he does for us, uh, and vice versa. Yes, thank you for commenting on my uh, so, haircut. Listen, we're going to go to commercial in, in a minute, and when we get back, we'll actually start talking about what we're supposed to talk about. Yeah. What we told everybody. So we're going to talk about seven reasons why buying a home in the fall. To me, especially a, a regular homeowner, is a great time. I don't want to go into any of that, but it's a great time to buy in the fall um, for multiple reasons. We're going to start on that when we get back from our commercial break. So you want to take us out? Absolutely. You're listening to Dylan Tanaka and Emil Zraylov with Real Estate Realities. We'll be right back. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Lake Michigan Credit Union believes in the power of home. The power to dream and to make that dream a reality. The power to grow and put down roots. The power to call any place you want home. Guaranteed low mortgage rates turn renters into homeowners, growing pains into growing gains, and silver anniversaries into golden years. LMCU believes in the power of home.
And you're listening to real estate. <laughs> and you're listening to real estate realities on New Radio Media with Emil Zraylov and my co-host Dylan Tanaka. Our other esteemed co-host uh, Dave Sobel is climbing the mountains in Peru. Pretty amazing, yeah. Uh, Why can't he call in from there? I don't know. I think he's just lazy. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, I've gotten to know David over the last few years, and he's you've known him but lazy. <laughs> you've known him a lot longer than me, and, and I'm just like. You know, I'm like, this guy's doing pretty good. You know, he's got the, a lot of clients, and I know a lot of people he's on business for, and he'll call me at 6.30. Hey, uh, what are you doing right now? Uh, you want to go get a coffee? And I'm like, sure, but what are you still working for, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, hardworking guy, and that's why we call him the genius. Um, so let, let's get going on, uh, on on the topic at hand. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of these questions, Emil, I'm going to throw them to you because um, you're going to answer them better than I am. So we were talking about seven reasons to buy a home in the fall um, for regular old homeowners, not investment type people. So um, I guess, you know, go off on what do you think the, the number one be- reason is? Well, you know, Michigan is still somewhat of a seasonal real estate yeah. That's uh, market. For sure. So I think there's less buyers out there. Um, I think all over the country, if you're changing school districts, you oh, don't yeah. want to do it in the you know in the middle of the not unless year, they or have in the to. middle of a semester unless they have to you know for relocation reasons however but i think that's you know that's one thing that really sticks out is there's less competition right right and uh, we were talking before the show you know this year it's a little bit different just because you know nowadays you have the millennials right the younger generation that might not have kids yet so school districts not a big issue sure and you also have the baby boomers that are downsizing right, right? you got so you got homeschoolers now i mean i meet a lot of people my age from 40 and 50 they want their kids there all day and teach yeah. them i don't know i don't know how good that is i don't care it's not my problem you know <laughs> yeah but uh, so you know there's some so there's a there's a certain percentage of the market that's unaffected by seasonal sure. moves right um so today you've got you know the market it does slow down it does slow down oh, for yeah. a lot of agents, but you're right. There's less competition out there for that same home. Um, you know, Business 101, less competition means prices might go down a little bit when you're yeah. making the offer, right? Talking to a real estate agent on my way here. Save our clients some money. Talking to a real estate agent on my way here, and she has a young couple that, you know, they have a toddler, and they listed their condo in... Sold for 97, 98% of asking price within one day. One day, right. And the offer that they put in with the contingency of that condominium selling was accepted. Oh, and perfect. again, these are people that are not affected by seasonal moves. Right, so, right. Right? But guess what? They would have had a, a lot more competition if this was June or July, sure. say, or August. Because there have been, you know, people kind of put things on hold. When st- kids start school, in this it takes industry. them a month to get kids started to school. You know, like we were talking earlier. Um, I think we were both brought up by tough, tougher dads than the dads we are today, right? <laughs> and it, it's kind of like, hey, listen, you want some new Nikes? Go figure it out. Yeah, you know, here's a, a quarter for a bus ride. Go, go find a job somewhere. You know, and we're you. like, how many colors of those new Nikes do you want, kids? Right. You know, and you know, so we have a rule in our house. And, you know, hey, if I'm giving any parenting advice right. to anybody listening. $1,000 a week for um, for your allowance for yeah, your kids, right? right? Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. No, you know, our rule is simple. If it's something you need, we will provide, provide it. Yeah. If it's something you want, you got to save up half, work for sure. it. I don't care if you save your birthday money. I don't care if you get a job and save for right. it. But, 
you've got you've yeah, got. Yeah, if they need a new iPad for some class, I guess it's just a different world now. Again, from you know when we had ripped up books and didn't even have a a cover, and we're like, oh good, I got a bad one, so I don't get charged when I Remember turn it back in. Make, even we're, we're book covers, book covers yeah. out of first week bags. of school, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> sit down. So, um, you know, and even in the um, investment world. This to me, I always teach my my people. This is the time to buy. It's still a little early even for us, but I tell them go in the winter because all the other new quote unquote real estate investors are chicken to buy in the winter, and that's when you get your best deals because less competition equals better pricing. So absolutely. And here's another thing too. You know, new construction is hot in Michigan. Oh yeah. You know, but again, we're talking about builders. Their traffic is slowing down. Yep. Right. So this might be a good time to go in there and negotiate or just just take more time. Take more time, you know, and, you know, listen, uh, nobody's going to lose money selling you a house. No No builder is going to lose money selling you a house. But they may be, you know, a little more flexible right now. Sure. And, you know, there's so many beautiful new home communities going up right now. All around the metro from from. Lake St. Clair all the way to the South Lion and past all that, the 275 corridor. Yeah, we built 12 years ago, and our home was, I mean, our home is so beautiful, and it was so well built by actually one of the builders I still do business with that if if I wanted to move, I mean, it'd be really hard to leave our place. Yeah, but, to recreate you know, what you have there is going to cost but, a lot more sometimes than... Yeah, and the technology today in the new homes, Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. And I'm not just talking about gadgets and electronics sure. they have plenty of that home automation right it's not just the technology in the you know the, oh and the materials, the materials yeah and the basement waterproofing and and the uh and the insulation i mean you know i do new construction and um in the last four years the changes that have come about these these houses are so tight that a lot of times you've got to get like a special fan built into the exhaust on your furnace so it doesn't come backwards into the home where back in the old days you know you're going to a 40s built ranch it's like yeah, so there's, you know, there's um, there's some inventory out there that builders have. You yeah. know, they call them spec homes or right. inventory homes. Yeah, or, or quick quick clothes they call quick them. Quick occupancy, so yep. They may be drywalled, and we can go in and pick the paint, carpet, and tile. Absolutely. And there's also, you know, if you're thinking about building a new home and moving in time for school, I mean, this is the time to do it. It gives you nine months. And right. Unless you're building, you know, Taj Mahal. And oh sure, should be able to just, build a yeah. house in eight to ten months. Oh, for sure. You know, our the, our regular listeners and watchers. Um, you know, I think they fall into that category. And then, you know, I've always heard Emil. I've heard rates always seem to kind of get a little bit stable before the new year. Is that is that true? Also, that's reason number two. Boom. Right. <laughs> so what happens? Right. So in the summertime, we've got mortgage applications at all time highs always. So you know, the market's being pumped with good right. news. And you know what? The, what does that do? That creates demand. Well, what sure. happens? Well, every time demand Wall goes street knows what's happening right yeah yep so right now applications are slow there's less people refinancing yeah i heard that too there's less people refinancing you know there's still people doing needs-based refinancing. sure like if you're doing a cash out for debt consolidation or you're you know or you know hey you've got a kid that accepted to a school right that you know Right. It's beyond what you you can get in student loans. You'll you'll. But they're not pulling cash out to do an addition right now, or the the aging in place, like we talk about yeah. all the time, because it's not the season for aging in place, right? That's, well, that's for the home improvements. After Christmas, home improvements slow down right now, but um, you know, unless you're doing interior home improvements, right. I think you know those additions stop. But mortgage applications, you know, they decline around this time of year, which again impacts rates, and rates start to stabilize a little bit you know recently you know the fed raised the the fed you know the fed has raised the 
overnight lending rate from you know the Fed funds rate. Sure. Right. Yep. Which raises prime rate. Which anything tied yep. to prime like home equity loans. Yep. Auto Cranks loans. It up credit a little cards. Bit. You know all those notch up a little yep. bit. But it has an adverse effect on. Uh, it has an inverse effect, I should say, on mortgage rates because they, you know, when those types of rates go up, consumer spending kind of constricts a little bit. Sure. So what does that do to long-term rates? It says, well, we better stabilize these rates. Or, right. or the housing market, which is a huge chunk of the U.S. economy. Autos and down. houses. I mean, what else makes this happen? Well, they're the two biggest ticket items you can buy. Right. So with that, rates stabilize a little bit during this time of year. And, you know, we probably rates will probably stay pretty stable until, you know, we start getting retail earnings, you know, around right. the holiday times where they'll, you know, might spike up a little sure. bit. But just, you know, if you keep your pulse on, you know, on rates right, if you keep your thumb on the pulse of rates right now, you'll see that, you know, last week we dipped back down a little bit. You know, we were 475. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is not an APR. No, no, rate, but I was here. I was hearing in fives the perfect from people. Storm. I was hearing fives. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, we're still below 5% on yep. interest rates, and it's a phenomenal time to buy. Oh, by far. And that's one, again, that is the last tax deduction pretty much that we have. Yeah, the average the average guy or girl. But, yeah, I think when it slows down, it gives you more time to sit with your clients and be more strategic. Um, you know, it gives us as builders or, or remodelers more time to um, maybe to 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 give them, uh, I guess, just a little bit more attention. And if there isn't as much business, you know, we might be able to work a little bit better deal. So, again, this is this is one of the another great reason to buy during the fall. Um, and let's, you know, tax advantages. You oh know, yeah, buying real estate. If you pay points at closing, right? You know, or if you're going from renting to home ownership now, there's real tax advantages. It doesn't matter what time of the year you technically buy at, but this is your. You know, if you see that you are going to end up owing more in taxes, and everyone's making more money right now, jobs are you know jobs are up. A lot of great things are happening, so people are saying, "Oh, I'm going to have to pay more than I thought." And I'm not How saying, do we hey, that? I had a lucky commission month, so sure. I'm going to go out and buy sure. a new house. But if you got a new job where, you know, your income increased 20%, you know, hey, right. the responsible thing to do is save that money and, you know, invest it. But, you know, then again, homes are a great investment. Sure. So that should be considered for one of your, one of your uh I have a, a lot of people who um, they um, they might not know a lot about investing, you know, but they'll say to me, "What should I do when I have extra money?" And I tell them, "Worst case scenario, just put it on your mortgage." Yep. Because when you do the math, you know as well as I do, you get an AM table out and you go, "Wow, I should just be a bank. I don't know what I work for." Because I'll if somebody you. keeps a loan going for thirty years, we've had last month, if you remember, we were talking about our new Jumbo Buster program, oh, yeah. right? Yep. So with that Jumbo Buster program, what that does is takes the Jumbo loan and breaks it up into a conventional loan and a piggyback second mortgage that we do. Sure. So we offer some really neat equity builder products on that The reason you guys mortgage. did that was because of Jumbo. The rates ended up being higher than when you when you built the two yes. together. So, so you did that for your clients, rates, not, for, not for you guys to make more money. It was for you guys to actually be able to charge your clients less. Right. So the Jumbo market, um, there's, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac buy loans up to 453100 mm-hmm. So the Jumbo market is more private investors. And with the cost of funds increasing. They're like a point higher or is it more than that? I always well, thought it was like a, a point. Quarter, okay quarter to a half percent higher depending on the product sure but with um, but at 800k a half point 
We're not talking about 200 now. Right. Yeah, you're, you're talking a much bigger uh, monthly difference. So what that allows us to do is put the second mortgage to a 15 or a 20 or a 30 year. It really lets you customize sure. how you want to build your so equity. So you could do aggressive pay down if you wanted or stretch it out. Absolutely. But on the second one, you still have that long-term play on the first and hedge your equity with the second. I think it's time to go to a commercial. Take so, us away. Absolutely. This is Dylan Tanaka and Emils Raylov on Real Estate Realities on New Radio Media. We'll be right back. Do you want to see things like this? Did you just say you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at MapleLaneGolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. All right, everybody, we're back. New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities. I'm here with Emil Israelov, Dylan Tanaka, our esteemed co-host who is scaling the side of Machu Picchu, and that is not a joke, David Sobel, and, of course, uh, Nancy Phillips, the heartbeat of our show, who may be calling in at the last segment. Um, she's got something she wants to talk about, but I'm not sure yet. But, anyways, enough about the buyers. I'm sick of talking about buyers. I like to be a seller, not a buyer, because I feel really, really good leaving the title company, which Leave I don't even go to on a sale a lot of times. But when I see that thing, get wired in. But um, yeah, so from a seller standpoint, Emil, let's let's flip it around and talk about the bonus to selling in the fall. Well, um, well, I just got a text message from uh, David that we're going to address in just a second. It says, Beautiful. lots of unfinished real estate. Do you know why? Huh. 
We're getting texts from Machu Picchu. Yeah. So we'll touch that in a minute. We'll touch on that in a minute. Your question, sellers, this is a great time. Again, you've got a laser-focused buyer. School district. Bam. Taken out of the equation. You've yep. got a laser-focused buyer. They need to move now, right? And they need to get in that house. And there's, you know, relocation. The example I brought up there's earlier. There's nothing stopping them. It's a relocation. The guy didn't even want to see the condo the second right. time. I was like, what? She's like, no inspection. They waived it, you know. On a, on a condominium, it's a little less, you know, uh, the exterior is, right. you know, the responsibility of the association. So as long as the it's mechanical... It's like buying a certified pre-owned Beamer or Lexus. You're exactly. like, yeah, everything should be okay. I can <laughs> just take it back to the dealership. So this, you know, this guy was, you know, bam, sellers, great time because, again, this is a needs base. This isn't that family looking to upgrade and shop. Yeah, I, I love the relocation. Uh, doctor's loan, you didn't do it, but this is a couple years ago. I sold a new construction house to a couple doctors. I think Maryland, they were coming back to Detroit from Maryland. They didn't look at the home. They know Their that. agent did. Didn't matter. We had to carry the warranty. Yeah. But they saw my work. They saw our pictures, and they're like, okay, we'll take it. Yeah. Full There's price. So much, the, Life the was good. The power of the internet. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh. So, you know, sellers, a great time to sell. And, again, if you are, you know, whether it's an investment property that you're selling or your principal residence, you know, if you've, if you've moved on and you've got a vacant house, this is the time to sell. Again, for sellers... You have, um, especially if it's on the lower end, you know, the, sure. the small, I don't little, want to say. A little look, bit starter. I, so say like under 250 or something, under, under 200, yeah, because somewhere again, around there. We, you know, we talk about this all the time. You've got the baby boomers and the new first-time buyers. Right. All the smart people want to live in the under 200 priced home, right? And then Absolutely. from 35 to 55, we're like, we want 5,000 feet. Well, we hey. want a $2 million mortgage. No. The, the empty nesters are like, man, we'll take a 150 ranch. Yeah, like, absolutely. Huh, you know, you got money now. Why do you only want a 150 ranch? You know, we've got two away at college. Right. Right. we got one kid left at home. Sure. 13. And, you know, do we need that space? No, but my wife and I bet long, hopefully, you know, 10 years we'll have grandkids. Right. And, you know, they'll be coming back to the house. And by then we should have our swimming pool. <laughs> right. But, um... <laughs> No, but it is. These baby boomers that are downsizing, it's creating a lot of competition for that smaller home. So Big sellers, time. it's a great time to sell. Yeah. Right? For a certain product. So so, so what did the genius text in? Okay. Hello from Lima. Lima or Lima? Lima. Lima. He Peru. must be in Lima, Ohio. Yes, Lima, Ohio. That's it. So hello <laughs> from Peru. Lots of unfinished real estate. Do you know why? Because... The municipalities tax on completed buildings. Ah. So people build their houses and commercial properties with an additional floor that never gets finished. or you know. Oh, we're talking about bonus rooms. Okay, so bonus let's talk rooms. about residential. Yeah. So in residential, uh, during the, the McMansion building boom of the 90s to now, they would build these gigantic 20 by 25 or six 800 square foot rooms above a garage, for example. Mm -hmm. And we would say, you know... Emil and I were so young back then, we were just barely in high school. We would say, what the heck is this big room for? And everybody called it a bonus room where the cool thing was that didn't get caught on by the assessors when they would, uh, when they would look at it out there in what, South Lyon, Macomb Township, or wherever. And, uh, you know, you're, you're being taxed on less square footage. Yeah. So yeah, is it a big deal? No. But if you're going to own the house for 30, 40 years, I guess I can see that uh, being a bonus to building new construction. You know, there's a reason why people... There's a reason why the government Walkouts, wants too. To know, we can right? talk about that. But there's a reason why assessors need to know that stuff. It's not just to tax you on a higher value. Right. It's, God forbid, that there's an emergency in your home, a sure. fire. They need to know where all the occupied space is. So Insurance sure. uh, guys need to know that stuff, too. Yeah. 
but um, on um, on walkouts now, a lot of different uh, municipalities, if you won't let them in, they're charging 25% of what the cost is upstairs, so to speak, for finished. They're charging you extra on top for walkout basements because they know something's going to happen down there, and they're going to, you know, they're going to improve it. Yeah, I, that's I happening do. all over in the new in the new. Uh, we'll let them. We'll let them sub. do their job. Right. <laughs> we'll let them. Yeah. Do their what are you going to do? Chase those people. And I know guys that are trying to put newspapers in their windows, and it's just like, <laughs> listen, if you can afford a seven fifty houses, the extra seven fifty a year on your tax is going to kill you. But uh, yeah, that's a great point David brought up. But and I think what David's talking about also is that the, these building, you know, these builders that have these uncompleted houses, mm-hmm. they you can go in and you know. They're not paying taxes on. They're not paying tax on a finished product yet. So maybe right. it's something that you could use too. Well, leverage. there's there's a way you can do that too. As as a builder, I could sell um, sell a lot to the owner. So then I'm only going to pay transfer, uh, taxes. transfer tax and title insurance on fifty thousand versus five hundred thousand. Yep. So it's, it's a way just to to you know save a little bit of money as the as the business owner. But so we covered less competition, mm-hmm. better deals, rates are more stable. The tax advantages. How about new construction crews? You know, you, and you're talking. You know, you, you're able to kind of find guys right now. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Builders are. You know, that's slowing down a little bit, and I think that helps builders too because, yeah. you know, if, if builders don't keep their guys moving, they find another project, and then they might They're not gone. be able to come back for two months. That, that or, could really. Or ever. Yeah. In this market. Fortunately, we. You know. We keep the money flowing to the builders with our construction product, and they keep their guys working. Busy. And they are, these houses, I mean, everything in the, you know, I'd say three to $600,000 range is flying off Gone. the shelves. Yeah, it's, it's sold off pamphlets. I know of a little subdivision it's, in Rochester Hills. Just a small of, father-son are building it, 12, 12 homes, mm-hmm. sold off of napkins. Yeah. Here's pictures of our old stuff. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. These are like four-ish range. Not really expensive, but four hundred thousand still a serious, you know. We've got a, that's some serious we've cheddar. Got, we've got a community. Uh, actually, I'm doing a grand opening with uh, AP Builders mm-hmm. in West Bloomfield, um, right across from Marshbank Park. Okay, coming up on um, the thirteenth and fourteenth of October. It's a VIP Friday list. the thirteenth. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's a Saturday. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you're interested, APBuilders.com. Uh, go on there and Great. register for the VIP Invitational Grand Opening, and uh, it's 26 units, but they're first floor masters, and those attached or detached, detached, okay, side condos. very cool, and they are in such high demand oh, right now, huge, and this is one of those situations where I think we're going to sell out every unit before, oh the, yeah, before we even get a model in the ground. You well, know, as the you streets know, just got paved. We're doing the project up in Bruce Township, connected to Romeo up there. We've got 27 units, and um, we've uh, we've got six under construction right now. And I guess I can I can give a shout out to the website. It's TwinBrooksCondos.com. You can get uh, you can get um, information there, and you can sign up to come and see some of the models and, and things like that. But yeah, the the appetite for the sub four hundred thousand dollar ranch style condo is just unbelievable. It's it's you know. Again, we were talking about it's the, all empty the nesters in, in my project. Yeah, aging population. You know that first floor master. You know, yep. and and you know it's you know a lot of people don't realize that type of product costs more to build. Oh, because you know all your expensive components. Just, just the shingles alone would would <laughs> make, roof, make your heart the melt. The foundation, the exterior right. brick, those yep. are all expen- You know, right. the more expensive components in that home, and you know the labor. 
And you know what? Those folks, um, when I'm when I'm working with these these people as this in, as on the sales side, most of them are really over sixty, and, and a lot of them over sixty five. They've been through multiple new construction. It seems like they're um, they're coming from a much larger home. They know what they want, and they know, like you said, you see a big big wide ranch. They know that it costs more to build that. They understand that. They're willing to pay up for a little bit in long term. That's what they've been saving for their right. whole life, right? This is, hey, this is, you know, <laughs> some of my clients tell me, yeah, you're not, you're going to carry me out or, out on a stretcher out of this one. I hear it all the time, right? Yeah. This is my forever home. <laughs> we, 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 I'm like, how about let's just call it your forever home instead? Right. Yeah, I like that better. So, so um, touching on one of the one of the the last few here, I think um, kind of I we t- we were talking about year end home deals at like Home Depot or Lowe's, but I think that goes into contractors too. But um, at the end of the year, you've got Black Friday, you've got all these appliance deals, you've got a lot of great stuff happening. So going back to another bonus for when people are buying in the fall versus in the spring. You've got a lot of extra maybe discounts you can get on some of that stuff. Absolutely, if you're furnishing your home, you mm-hmm. know everybody has the holiday, pre-holiday, pre-Black. Sure. I mean, now it's right. like, you know, Black it's, Friday. It's already used to Black be a Friday. Thing. Right. Yeah, it's already. They're like, you know, they're making up different shades of uh, black for uh, <laughs> sale names. But <laughs> right. yeah, no, all the all the year-end deals, all the model closeouts, all you know, everything from TVs to major appliances. Mm-hmm. You know, you could really save a lot of money. Sure. And you're going into a new house. What well, it's new to you, you may not be a brand new house but it's new to sure. you you might not want somebody's stove or you know right. old stove especially with today's technology i mean the fridges have tvs in them they've got cameras inside of them to tell you when you're out of eggs it goes to the app on your on your <laughs> watch this is the real you know yeah this is what's really happening out there and those millennials and you know what there's a lot of empty nesters too who, who are into the gadget stuff because um it's just cool right it's it's all the home automation it's so cheap too i mean one i'm just waiting for one of these fridges just to place my grocery order for me right for the, so i could just bring drive me up bring to... me food like the jetsons that that yeah. robot who would uh rosie i think her name was if i'm right but come and bring you the food you know it'll be happening pretty soon the robots will be taking over but that's a whole nother uh radio show absolutely so um we were talking about inspections too yeah testing very, very all important the systems sure yeah you know, so buying in the fall you know one of the things that you can't test in the winter is a pool but in the fall, Great this point. is the time people are closing sure. pools. So that's something that you're able to and test. And smart sellers system. will keep them open a lot of times, too. Yep. You'll see that this time of year. Um, what other systems were you referring to besides well, I heat, think, air conditioning? Yeah, of course, HVAC is really important. Um, I, I just feel like when it's a little bit more moderate temperature, the guy, you know, it's a lot about the people, right? We know that business is about people. We can sell mortgage. We can sell anything that we want, cups of coffee. It's all about how you treat people. So when you have a contractor working when it's 110 degrees in an attic, he's not going to work as as diligently <laughs> as he would if it's 40 degrees less, right? So I just think it's easier uh, all the way around when when the temperature is is kind of relaxed to get those guys to really spend the time because, like you said, home inspection is very important on used homes. Yep. New new construction, it, it's a little simpler. I think scheduling is a little bit easier, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My home inspector, and you've got home inspector buddies. My buddies are like, I don't get to use my boat. I don't get to go up north. I'm like, again, I'm in the wrong business here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're just so stretched out. A lot of these guys are com- are even um, they're even combining companies, you know, kind of like what the construction guys will do on a big project because they're just so overwhelmed. The, the owners of all these, um, the home inspection companies, they've got to be out working all day, too. 
Oh, absolutely. With this market kind of being being cool and crazy at the same time. So I think with that, we're, uh, we're going to go to our final segment. So um, I'll take us to a commercial here. It's Emil Israelov, Dylan Tanaka, Real Estate Realities, New Radio Media. Talk to you in a flash. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. But sadly, the news is not all good though. As the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Lake Michigan Credit Union believes in the power of home. The power to dream and to make that dream a reality. The power to grow and put down roots. The power to call any place you want home. Guaranteed low mortgage rates turn renters into homeowners growing pains into growing gains, and silver anniversaries into golden years. LMCU believes in the power of home. For our last segment, this is Emil Zraylov along with my co-host Dylan Tanaka. And man, I just got an email alert on my phone. A stock good one, portfolio. I hope. No, stock oh. portfolio, man. Just looking at some of the stocks I bought over the last year and, you know, not doing as well as real estate. You should be buying rental houses. I swear. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You you'd, know. Be, you'd be a good landlord. Listen, I'll teach you I how to collect money in nickels thing. like I used to when I first started. They I, spend. I'd be too easy. I'd let people slide too much. You got to have I, a management company. I, yeah. I can't deal with tenants. I'm sorry. I have a soft spot for that. And, I, you know, I do too. You shouldn't, but you do. I mean, do. we're both in business. We're, but we're human beings. Right? I know. Right? But I just get you're weak. The, you're good at that stuff. I'm, you know, you're good at that stuff. Uh, I get wimpy right, with tenants. That's why a management company is a good way to go. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, cheap way to go too. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, a good friend of mine started using a management company. She's got properties, nice properties, two hundred plus. Sterling Heights are where most of her property properties are, and um, she says, "Yeah, I'm going to use this management company." And I said, "Negative, bad idea. This is going back like a decade ago." I'm like, "You can't trust these guys. Screwing a light bulb. It's two hundred dollars. They're not going to care about your property." So then she tells me what they leased it for, and I'm like, "They're lying to you. They leased it for at least two hundred more than I thought that it should go for." And I was very heavy in the in the rental game at that point. So they got her two hundred more a month. So it went from like fourteen to sixteen. So again, it was it was only like fifteen percent only. Right. Every single month for 30 years, 15%. She does nothing. She's been with them for a decade and sings their praises, and she's a hard lady to deal with. Mm-hmm. So if you find the right management company, it's free. And just think, yeah, it it's is. actually think free. about the data that they have. They're not just managing oh. your properties. They're managing thousands of properties. Yeah, and they're typically brokers. They're supposed to be anyways, yes. as we both know. Yep, they're licensed real estate brokers. Right. And... But they know the market and what you might you might you might be comfortable with you know you might be happy with running it out for fourteen hundred bucks. But they see the markets at sixteen hundred and get you a ten at sixteen hundred. They just paid for their own services. This was during the foreclosure boom days. So a quad in Sterling Heights, you know, she's like, ah, they're getting me sixteen hundred. I was amazed. Hmm. So you got to be able to hire the right people, and you know I mean, that's a big part of what this show is all about. Whether whether I can help you get something done, or Emil can help you get something done, or David can help you get something done. We want to be that person that you call and you say, "Hey, can you can you can you finance this deal?" And Mio might say, "This doesn't work for us, but I know people who can." Because when you come to him, he's your guy for money in real estate. Yeah, and you know, David's not here today, but just thinking back to a transaction I had, a client contacted me today and said, "My builder wants another fourteen thousand dollars out of me for sewer hookups." Hmm. I said, "What? Yeah." How much was the estimate on the original quote? Four thousand. Huh. I mean, that's something that a to me the builder is going to have to eat it in the end. But yeah. you got to fight. But these are allowances, right? They put right. allowances on some of these things, right? And, it's all about that contract. But that's something that David would have caught, right? Right. That's it was an unusually low amount, sure. Apparently for that for that you know product, but again. That was quoted. By well, and if he doesn't know the answer, he can call me because right. I build houses. I mean, no, but that's, and vice you know, versa. But that's like where people, you know, that's where with the value of having an attorney yeah, would a, be a contract. A professional. Really, I, I've really got a friend who just came to me, and she's building out a uh, a commercial space, but it's in an old residential home. So she said, "Can you help me draw it out?" And I'm I'm pretty good at that stuff, but I'm not a, an architect. So I said, "I can help you figure out what you want and how much room you need to swivel around and open drawers." Absolutely, I love doing that stuff. You know, and she goes, how about the lease? I said, I'm a broker. I can look at it, and I can get it about 90% of the way there. I said, you got to call Sobel. She knows Sobel. Right. And I said, he's going to charge you three, four, five hundred thousand to look at this lease. No. I mean, for the few hundred or maybe a thousand, when he looks at that, five years down the line, when something big and bad happens, like it always can, yep. you want to have that. You want to have that in there, and again, that's, that's working with you know, a professional. That's an investment in any business, right? Yeah. You can't go into business What's with, it worth? A, with the wrong forms, right? Right. You, you have, can. You can. You can. Bad idea. It can cost you, you know, they say a good attorney is expensive. What a bad attorney is even more expensive. I think it costs you 10 times more when, when you don't prepare properly. Exactly. Uh, well, let me say this. I know it costs you 10 times more when you don't prepare properly and you try to bootstrap everything. Absolutely. You know, it, you, 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 you leverage your expertise and then hire out the rest. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's the right way to go. It less in the long term. So, hey, let's talk about some fun stuff, man. Yeah. So I guess um, I can brag about Winning Futures. Everybody who watches the show knows that I've been a high school mentor with the group for, I think it's 10 years. 
Um, I'll know when I restart in a couple weeks, but I'll get my new students, four of them this year. Pretty cool. I get high school uh, seniors. We go through a whole curriculum. They're moving on to college or vocational or, or the armed forces or whatever. So anybody who's interested in working with a nonprofit dealing with uh, high school seniors, just get a hold of me or you can go to uh, winningfutures.org. But big part of my life, and I'm excited about getting restarted in the school year. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to be hopping around um, Cider Mills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? No, it's um, time. Long's Cider, you know, Long's Farm. Sure. Commerce. That's uh, in our backyard pretty sure. much. And uh, they have the best donuts. If you haven't tried one of these. I haven't. My, my wife's a big cider mill person, but we're out in you know in the Macomb County area where you know there's a ton of cider guest. mills. But be my guest, come on over. She'll be more than happy to eat those donuts. Yeah. yeah so, so great idea. We'll, we'll be doing some of that, and if you don't make it there, you can visit the VIP opening, but you have to register at APBuilders.com, and we'll be serving long cider and donuts. Oh, very nice. That. And that's Saturday, October 13th and 14th, if you're interested in attending again. Visit the website, and please make sure you heard it on the radio show. Please make sure you let them know that you heard yeah, it great. on the radio show. Great idea. Yeah, and if anybody out there is looking for a house in Ferndale, I should plug this quick. I've got a listing, one of my um, one of my rehabbers that I work with all the time. He just finished one. Actually, you know him. He knows you. His name's uh, Igor Kurlianchik. Yes. You know Igor, right? He goes, I know the Emil. He's I... on your show. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? He goes, I did tell you, Mike. You didn't tell me. So he just finished a rehab in Ferndale. It's listed for like 240, 1400 square foot brick ranch, uh, wow. west of um, west of Pinecrest, east of Woodward. It's in a great spot. Uh, west of Woodward, sorry. East yeah. of Pinecrest, walkable to downtown. So if anybody's looking for a Ferndale deal, get a hold of me. You guys know how to find me. Just go to Facebook, put in Dylan Tanaka. But I think that takes us to... Uh, to our final uh yeah absolutely final so break. please visit our facebook page after the show we will post the link to um well a- after we download the video yeah. we'll post the link to the mishta down payment assistance the Great step idea. forward program and also to the regular mishta down payment assistance program and we'll post some links we'll get some data if you have any other questions you know how to reach us so this is emils Raylov, dylan tanaka signing off with real estate realities on new radio media see you next week Yeah, I did.